This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, I'll be honest. I have no idea what anyone who wore a Patriots uniform on the night that they wore the color rush blue tops and matched them up to the silver pants. I have no idea what anyone who wore that outfit, who helped plan the game, who helped practice all week, when you had an extra day of practice, I have no idea what anyone who threw the ball, protected the quarterback, tried to stop the other team from running, I have no idea what any of them possibly was thinking, let alone doing tonight. And that goes from sucking. That goes from (laughs) running backs to receivers to defensive backs to linemen, especially all the way up to head coach. That was one of the most embarrassing, lopsided throttlings and ass kickings I have seen the Patriots take at Gillette Stadium that didn't involve either Josh Allen or Shannon Sharp. Somebody probably should have gotten on the phone and said, tell the president to call the National Guard because Matt Eberflus is kicking your ass. But Matt Aber- Apparently Matt Eberflus has all the keys to stopping Patriots quarterbacks, stymieing Mac Jones, continuing with what he did last year when he was the defensive coordinator of the Indianapolis Colts. What a disgusting Disgusting football game. Ooh, disgusting. Yeah. I don't I'm disagree. I'm mad. Well, you I, should be. I, I, Your team I'll, fell on its face. The last couple of weeks, we have opened this show talking about you distance yourself. You're not as bad as the Lions. You're not even as mediocre as the Browns. Well, you know what you are tonight? Not nearly as good as the Chicago Bears. The two and four Bears with Justin 54% fields who can run and not really throw or not really score came into Gillette Stadium and whooped your ass. ass. Unbelievably so. Um, this the is Bears one the- put up nine points a week and a half ago against the Washington Commanders, and they just took a mercy knee at the end of the game to oh, stop yeah. themselves from scoring 40, 40 on yeah. the New England Patriots. Yeah. In a game that started out flatter for the New England Patriots than Kyrie Irving's earth, oh. with Mac Jones coming out in the worst-case scenario that you and I outlined on the Six Rings pod last week. As expected. What's the worst thing that could happen for the Patriots? You do start Mac. He's kind of not ready. The home crowd is antsy. And Mac Jones goes three and out, three and out interception. What did he do, Andy? Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. And what do we win for that? a loser. Two hours and 40 more minutes of being angry on the radio, frustration in Foxborough, and taking your calls at 617-779-7937. Your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens, Andy Jumbo Hart here with you until 2 a.m. tonight on the Six Rings postgame show after what was a... I'll I'll say I'll say dismal start, exhilarating interlude, and then ghastly finish. Yeah, that exhilarating didn't last long. It's almost like Bailey Zappi had this little bit of reserve in the tank and was able to come out 
and, you know, like swing out of his shoes like Lil Joe and Mike Tyson's punch out for a couple rounds, land a couple haymakers, and then then what? There was no plan after that. No. They went. They came in, took advantage of some mismatches and blown coverages, went deep, got aggressive with the play calling. 10 nothing after Max, 3-and-out, 3-and-out interception. Led to this 10 nothing, and then all of a sudden now it's 14-10. And then the wheels came off. Oh, but the wheels just didn't come off, Andy. Guess what else? What? The axles sp- split the undercarriage so that the transmission started spraying fluid all over the road. Pretty and sure the, the engine car fell fire. out about a mile back. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was awful. That was truly, it went from. Yeah, the thumbs up list will be very short. Tonight. It's Who? I, we'll save it for later. We don't need to I, jump all time. I understand. Two and a like, half hours. Pace yourself. But it's so, it's like, how upsetting. What the? How truly frustrating, how truly upsetting to watch Bill Belichick, who has had this mastery for decades. Whenever he goes up against. Well, uh, I mean, you call Tom Brady mastery. If we're all gonna, if we're gonna be completely honest, well, now they here, both have a losing record. I was gonna so. say, if we're gonna be completely honest, that game was <laughs> on par and on brand for Week Seven and just the 2022 season on the whole. Yesterday, Aaron Rodgers, big favorite comeback game for the Packers, gets loses to an XFL quarterback. Tom Brady's a 13 point favorite in Carolina. They trade their best receiver, their running back, they fire their coach, and they bench their first round quarterback. What does an XFL quarterback do? Beat Brady by 18. And tonight, the Pats are almost a nine point favorite at home against one of the most offensively anemic teams in the NFL with a bad rushing defense and a decent secondary at best with a rookie head coach. And they come out and they absolutely throttle and dismantle the Patriots. I mean, what what was it that the Bears couldn't do? run to the left? Sure, run to the right. Yep, Justin Fields, boot left, boot right, up the gut on third down. Whatever they needed to do, and that's what's going to get lost in the zappy Mac Jones quarterback controversy talk. Because by the way, people, you officially have a quarterback controversy that we made. You affi- and no, 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 we didn't. No, excuse me, not we. I, William I Belichick yep. made, created, and established this quarterback controversy. But all that talk is useless because the story of the game for me... That was me, not a scotch, by the way. I just want everyone to know in case they heard that. Sure it wasn't. It was, a, it was an iced coffee. Someone's probably listening at home like... Well, well you Fitzy, should drink. Fitzy's hitting the sad sauce But the, the quarterback talk is useless right now because your defense sucked. That's the thing, Andy. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Sucked. You know, like the you should have left Mac in crowd. They have a voice it right now. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is because your defense... Couldn't it stop doesn't a team matter who your quarterback is because your defense sucked, and that's the bottom line. Really? No, great point. It doesn't matter how much the, how the much QBs you will get all the talk. That's going to yes. be headlines and talk and Belichick questions. Well, and- that's so basic. If we're going to make it all about the quarterbacks, then that's ridiculous. You either should have started. You either should have started Mac, left him in. Or should have started Zappy. Nah, he's too smart for that. You got to play both. You got to put out rumors before the game that Ugh. both are going to play. He's is Robert playing... Kraft going to call Stephen A. Smith tomorrow and tell him that was the plan? He's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers. Oh. Blank, Although the bad news blank is, blank your chessboard. Matt Eberflus was playing football and he kicked your ass in football tonight. <laughs> Forget about chess or checkers, Bill Belichick. Did you? Did you possibly? Did you in the in the Andy Hartron, if you will, where no. you run the simulations, where no. you play the games out? Where you try to be much more objective, not even contrarian. I'll give you legitimately objective to the super fans, to the fraud squad, to the honks and the pajama wearers like myself. Did you ever possibly see it playing out like this? No, 
because I didn't envision a scenario where the Bears absolutely controlled the game from start to finish. You said it. There was the little zappy hiccup there. The yes, interlude. It was an interlude. And but they can and that only really came because a batted ball interception. Really, yep. that's what caused that. The, the second touchdown drive from Zappi was a short field. Matt Judon bats a ball. Miles Bryant catches mm-hmm. it. You get a short field. You take advantage. Okay, great. But other than that, the Bears did what they wanted on third down. They marched up and down the field. They were Justin 10 to 15 Fields, at, the, at the end of the third quarter. Justin Andy. Fields played a really solid game. Some ugly throws. He still has some throws where you're like, wow. But he ran when he needed to ran. Some of them designed. Ran when he needed to run. It's only 1130, Andy. Ran when he needed to run, yeah. not when he needed to ran. Sure you want some of that iced coffee <laughs> yeah, I got over here? Yeah, pass that over here. But, but he, he controlled. I thought if the Bears had a shot, and mm-hmm. every team has a shot, especially this it's, year. It's 2022. And I said before the game, all these people, including us, mm-hmm. on six rings, who didn't give the Bears a chance, and it's like, ah, oh, they're the Bears. Ah, oh, you could do You were one game ahead of the Bears. Like, you had three wins, they had two. Who the bleep are you to just pencil in wins and assume they suck when you're not good enough to assume any? Oh, and they have soft wins? What are yours, rock hard? No, you're soft wins too, Patriots. So we should, but I thought if the Bears would win, it would be like both teams run the ball so it stays low scoring and then Fields breaks off an 80-yard run like, oh my God, one play swung the game that you controlled. The Bears controlled the game from essentially start to finish, and I never envisioned that happening, ever. No, they were they were the dominant team from Imagine the opening that. kickoff. The Patriots got dominated by the Bears on Monday night football in their house with two healthy quarterbacks. You got to pick who you wanted to play quarterback, Bill Belichick. You're not stuck with Zappy. Oh, man, the, the wheels fell off the Zappy train. It's too bad they didn't have Mac back. Nope. Mac was standing on the sideline, and Bill Belichick told ESPN at halftime the plan was to play both of them in the first half and that both would indeed play in the second half. Mac never played again. Mac was on the sideline the entirety of the second half. And Bailey Zappi, who's short, I know, because when I did the interview last week or whatever, when he's not that much taller than I am, the batted ball started to become an issue. Got a batted ball pick, got another batted ball that could have been picked. Then he had a second pick on just a... Bad decision and throw. Oh, by the way, Mac had a bad decision and throw as well for his soft interception. Ran himself into I could see what Belichick may have been thinking because he ran himself into a couple of pressures. It was another one of those backpedaling interceptions that he's that he's thrown Terrible. earlier in the season that he threw a couple times last year, not stepping into it. At least Bailey Zappies, not that they were like good interceptions, but he was trying to throw the ball like he was stepping into his throws the balls get batted one was a bad one that he where he didn't lead Taekwon Thornton appropriately and the the cornerback read it and just jumped the route there towards the end of the game but at that point diminishing returns it didn't even really matter how about this for Bill Belichick not only now has he helped create this quarterback controversy Andy by starting Mac then pulling him then replacing him with Zappy then leaving him in there as the crowd as you, as you like to call us, the fraud squad, the Fairweather Foxborough fans, start chanting Zappy, Zappy, and they're booing Mac Jones in the first quarter, which was just mind-blowing. How just, do you fraud squatters just, feeling now? Just Zappy didn't look great in the second half. How about half? this? Bill Belichick, who tries to overtake last week by beating the Browns. Remember when that happened? I liked it better back eight and a half days ago. That was way more fun. He ties George Papa Bear Hallis all time three hundred twenty four wins, still tied with George Hallis. You ain't Over my win. dead body, <laughs> you ain't getting that win. Again. Literally, he's dead. Yeah, and literally, he's beat his dead body. Uh, he may have coached a better game tonight. So, still tied with him. How about this, Andy? First time the Chicago Bears have beaten the New England Patriots this century. 
They okay. have not beaten the Patriots since the 21st century began, and that's the first win in Foxborough for the Chicago Bears franchise against the New England Patriots. Yeah, little known fact. How about all of that? There is just so much stink on this loss right now. Bury like, it. Like, I hate to say it. I don't know if this is a, well, don't worry about it. They're fits. They'll rally around them, and they'll find a way to turn that l- bucket of lemons into lemonade, if not shandies. Yeah, need a lot of sugar. That, <laughs> a lot of sugar. I mean, that feel, that one right there feels like a every single person needs to question themselves. Oh, they're not going 6-0 and in the soft spot and the soft stretch of the schedule? This was the soft spot no, I know. of the schedule. Because guess what? How many wins do the Jets have? And I don't think the Jets are a great team. Uh, they got the, five wins. You mean the Jets, by the way, who have five wins, who just suffered a season-ending loss to their star rookie running back and an offensive lineman. So what did they do? Proactively went out and got an excellent running back who was made available by the Jacksonville Jaguars. James Robinson, if you, in yeah. case you missed it, Pats fans, traded from Jacksonville to the Jets, so they will have a lead back Sunday when the Patriots, now in turmoil at 3-4, and four, so make their way to Jet Life Stadium, and that place is going to be like a green-colored Mordor on Sunday. This just hit me because, obviously, ESPN, Monday Night Football, they're now on SportsCenter waiting for Bill Belichick to come to the podium, so they showed Bill Belichick's podium session. And in the background, there's two sponsors for Bill Belichick's podium session. Mm -hmm. One of them is our good friend from Zudi. I can spell it, Z-U-D-Y, and I don't do live reads for them all the time. And I should have everyone know that tonight's edition of the Six Rings postgame show is brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week, Andy. Visit Zudi. That's Z. U-D-Y dot com for your free trial. The other sponsor mm-hmm. is, ironically enough, mm-hmm. Mac Jones's sponsor. No bull. No bull. <laughs> Which, on so many levels, is funny. A, Mac Jones is the spokesman for that company who you decided no longer plays. And B, the irony of Bill Belichick standing in front of a sign that says no bull when he is about to spew nothing but bull to us because bull has been spewed nonstop about this whole Mac Jones situation for weeks now. Weeks. There was not a quarterback controversy. Oh, there is. I I rode the wave of zappy fever. I had the fever. I understand it. I, I enjoyed it just like every other fan. Just like other media members who, who saw that the season turned around, that it got juiced, that it was electrified. But that's because the team played better. They also played mediocre opponents, and the kid had the moxie, had that little something extra, just like he brought in tonight when he came off the bench and led him to two immediate touchdown drives. Andy, I was... That was fun, by the way. I that did. was exciting. I, I, for like that little short span there. I'll tell you straight up, you've been down there for a lot of the big wins, playoffs, punching the ticket to the Super Bowl. Yep. It legitimately felt like the Patriots, when he threw that second touchdown... That place went as blank house as I had ever seen it. Like, we're talking like the Patriots just won a playoff game. The Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. It was nuts. And I'm sure people that were down there who happened to call in tonight, 617-779-7937, can share that shared enthusiasm that we experienced down there just a few short hours ago. And then, I don't know, it wasn't just the botched handoff on the RPO to Jacoby Myers. By the way, that was a shared faux pas. Would you say yay or nay? Partly on Jacoby uh, Myers, partly mesh. on Zappi. I don't know who was in the wrong spot. There was there was, was a, a bad dedicated mesh handoff. There. Was it an RPO? Bad mesh? In, no, no, in no. General? That was a, that was a handoff, and okay. um, he kind of. I thought Troy Aikman said it was a little high. Then he said mm-hmm. that Jacoby Myers didn't have a running back's pocket, but he had the inside elbow up. I thought actually Zappi kind of went out the other side, so to speak. It was mm-hmm. too far towards the line. There of it is, scrimmage. right there again uh, on the television. I'm going to ask you a question though. So Troy Aikman brought up the fact like, uh, you know, that's not a running back. This is a weird play. You got to rep this during the week. 
Did Zappy get any reps? Because all we heard reported late in the mm-hmm. week from Crapsheet, Ian Rappaport, and Florio was that Mac Jones took 90 to 95% of the first team reps late I heard in the week. words like bulk and majority of. Okay. Yep. So maybe Zappy didn't get any reps running that damn play. Because Bill told me once you can't get two quarterbacks ready. He told me that a long time ago in 2001. Straight up, Bill week, told you you can't get two quarterbacks ready. 100%. That's why Tom Brady was made the starter and Drew Bledsoe stopped getting reps. And now you got one guy ready to start, and then you yanked him in the first quarter and played the other guy the rest of the game. No, you had a plan where you were going to play the other guy, which he told Lisa Salters if he's covering his ass or if he's just doing – if he's uh, I think he's lost j- his mind. jazz speak. I mean, honestly, is Bill Belichick just, like, doing jazz coaching at this point, just sort of, like, making it up as he goes? I would never have thought. When would Bill Belichick ever tell you with a straight face, yeah, we're going to play two quarterbacks tonight? Like, if one of them is Chris Leak and the other is Tim Tebow, if the if one is Jeff George and the other is Mike Vick and you have certain scenarios in which you need, you know, a cannon for an arm and you need uh, somebody who's Olympic in their speed and fleet of foot, sure. But Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones are ultimately so similar. Mm. People have been making jokes about the fact that one looks like they were cast to play the other at a movie. And they're both potentially, and I've been saying this for a while now, I think the concern is... You have two meh quarterbacks. And maybe Bill is realizing you have two meh quarterbacks and was trying to continue to find out if the second meh wasn't as meh as the first meh. And now they're just meh. You know what they also are? What? Three and four, last place in the AFC East. Well entrenched now. No, no, like, tiebreaker. Oh, that's not fair. Nope. Don't worry You're about a it. last place football mm-hmm. team that isn't playing good football based off of this game. And I know we, you can't make these grand, oh, we were praising them for two wins in a row. Yeah, these are the teams that we were starting to tell ourselves they're supposed to beat. You're better than these. You're, you're, you're the king of the dip poos, as I mm-hmm. like to say. You're not way down there. Tonight, you looked like you were way down there. Way. I, just the, the, easily the worst loss of the season. Oh, Three yeah. wins and four losses. This is one of the worst losses I can remember. This is the worse way than the, it happens. You worse were than the dominated. Loss. There's no fluke. Tell me the fluke. Was there any fluke? Any flukiness? Give me, give me any fluke that you could nay, say. Well, if that nay, hadn't happened, Nary, uh, you got your ass whooped. Yeah, by a team that was at times this year offensively inept. Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't inept against you. They marched up and down the field five straight. You made it fourteen ten. You got a little zap of electricity into the offense from mm-hmm. Zappy, and then Justin Fields said, "Nah, score, 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 score." Five straight scoring drives from the second quarter into the fourth quarter. Name like, another game yesterday. Name another team all season long that has been able to score. Five consecutive drives. If there is one, if there are some, yeah, there are some. They're called to... like the Chiefs and the Bills, and not the Bears. Not a second-year quarterback who completes fifty-four percent of his passes. The Bears, who throws more interceptions than touchdowns, who gets sacked one out of every five times he dropped back, who was com- <clears throat> who was completely lost. Just like I mentioned a week and a half ago against the Washington Commanders at home in a, another one of those turtle mating Thursday night football games. And now, all of a sudden, the Bears come out tonight. A dominant line of scrimmage established in their running game. Justin Fields, the escapability, his pocket presence, darting left, darting right. No spy to be found anywhere. No spy to be found anywhere. Yeah, I no- wouldn't trust anybody to spy anyway. Because I told you when we were watching the game, I think some of these come down to why does Lamar beat you? Great athlete. Why does Justin Fields beat you? Why do running quarterbacks give Belichick defenses problems? The RPO and running quarterbacks. He doesn't have any athletes on the field. Like you guys, you fraud squatters. Well, here we go. All talked yourselves into, okay. ooh, Mac Wilson. We got Mac Wilson from the Browns. Oh, yeah. The Browns didn't want him to play. 
If the Browns said our defense isn't very good and we don't want this guy, we sold ourselves on that bill of goods. Uh, and He's Ken fine. McGrone, He's where's he? Ken McGrone making plays for oh, you. I have, I have already. Tavai. I had to get Tavai. a new pair of shoes. I walked so many laps of shame for Cameron McGrone and thinking that he was going to make a difference on this defense. So it's shame just, on throw all your rotten tomatoes and heads of lettuce at me. You want shame on me. Miles Bryant's out there a lot. Yeah. He, oh, we got a Miles Bryant is out there. Yes, Mac because Wilson, Matt Judon tipped like, it. Oh you have, yeah. You have a handful of elite defenders tops or above average defenders on this Patriots defense. They're not all able to come together and stop a team that has decided they are going to come out and punch you in the mouth and dominate the line of scrimmage, assert their will and dictate the tone and pace and tempo of this game. And then here's the more dis, here's the more alarming, here's the more dismaying part. Gentle friends of Patriots Nation out there. On offense, the Patriots powerhouse running game, which sort of didn't come to life the way we thought it would against a previously bottom five rushing defense in Cleveland. But hey, we were okay with it because Zappy Fever gave us three ten and a couple of tutties out at the mistake by the lake, right? Well, this week they faced yet another bottom five rushing defense. And what happened? The Bears bottled him up. Damian Harris, non-factor. Ramondre Stevenson, mildly ineffective yet again. I know he compiled enough yeah, stats. Numbers. Enough stats that maybe if you needed a couple of points from the Ramonster tonight, you may have won your fantasy matchup. Guess what? In reality, save for that nice read from Bailey Zappi early on where he hit Ramondre Stevenson on the wheel route, guess what? Not that effective. And there, like, and there was no other change of pace back. No, Devontae. No. We Par- thought Devon- they were going to come in and run the ball. Bears yeah. were 29th in the league, giving up 4.8 yards per carry. You never. That's I what I keep going back. Run, to. I didn't control. see one run over five yards. Control. You never controlled anything. Even the little spurt there was a couple big plays from Zappy. Right. Boom! He gets it down the field to Devontae Parker. Woo! We're feeling good. Feeling good. But like, it's a beautiful throw. Great catching. You never controlled anything on that football field for 60 minutes. If you were in control, if this was your game, if the energy and momentum created by Bailey Zappi being introduced into the game after Mac Jones going three and out, three and out and interception, if that was to ignite a spark on the team to lead a turnaround and help the Patriots wrest control from the Bears, then they greased it and gave it up to them as if it were a light pole in Philadelphia following the NLCS, Andy, because the Bears come right out afterwards, zing, right straight down the field, touchdown, then the botched handoff from Bailey, Bailey Zappi to Jacoby Myers, dong, ta, field goal, now it's 20-14, to 14, and everyone's a little uneasy in the halftime, but hey, the Richard Seymour thing is happening tonight, and he's getting his ring, and he's going to say, go Pats, and we're going to rally around that. No, nope, you kick off to the Bears, they go right down the field, they get a field goal, and the Patriots are incredibly ineffective on offense basically the rest of the way. You know what I keep going back to in my head <sighs> is that soundbite from uh, the water boy. Oh, no, we suck again. I know. We, we fall back. Stuck no, but now we actually might. No, I know. That's my point. You, I know. You know. You I just know. got absolute mauled by the Bears. The Bears. Well, that Not happens. even Bears, Bears fans thought they were good no. or thought they had a I chance. I was texting with a Bears <laughs> friend tonight who was just like, I, I can't believe this. I didn't see this happening. No one did. If you had gotten truth serum into Justin Fields and Matt Eberflus, they wouldn't have seen this happening. 